This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're here at Griffin Park. The game is just over. Brentford 1, Millwall 0. And finally, we've got that monkey off our back. Brentford fans are delighted here. Hard fought out win here. Brentford, to be fair, were the best team on the day. And this is all due respect to Millwall. They came out, gave us a hard game. Always a tough game with Millwall. Strong at the back. Made it hard for us. Cannot scored early in the second half. When we changed the game up. And then we brought on Ollie Watkins later on. And he scored a marvellous goal. It's got to be said. He hit the post twice. Well, hit the crossboard twice. It's been a good game. And uh, yes... I feel much more relaxed because the last few weeks has been rather stressful if you're being a Bees fan. But absolutely delighted to have got three points here. Are you delighted to have got three points? Absolutely bamboozled. I mean, how, how, how was that game for you? Um, yeah, we, we back to form, I think. Uh, yeah, good for me. Yeah, Millwall, a bit agricultural. I think that might be a bit of a compliment to them. But um, we overcome a bit of kicking and bullying and, uh, yeah, well worked three points. Interesting because they changed the side up again. Ollie Watkins got taken off. Um, and, and Ben Rama was actually playing on this game as well. They changed things up a bit. Do you think it worked? Um, yeah, uh, the wide players actually played really well today and uh, ran Mill ragged, I thought. So, yeah, it did work. And Watkins needed a bit of a kick up the backside, I think. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, and he came on, he looked quite lively. So, there you go. Well won. Happy B? Absolutely, absolutely happy B. Excellent, excellent. Listen, lots of singing, yeah. large celebration. Haven't heard that for a while, have you? That was a really good game, actually. I mean, first half we uh, first half we were looking a bit short on confidence. The minute that first goal went in, the whole team went up a notch. Really good performance. Uh, we deservedly 2-0 win. And the one player I would have loved to have seen score a goal was Malpey. Really put in a shift today. Disappointed he didn't get a goal. Interesting. I've got, I've got a, a message from my mate, um, uh, Millwall fan, Millwall halfway line, as he goes on Twitter as well, James. And he said that Brentford looked rather um, shot of confidence he, he thought in the first half yeah I, I, that's what, exactly what I was saying until that first goal went in I think we were nervy minute the first goal went in we were fine 2-0 that's exactly the result that we needed onward and upwards for QPR next weekend onwards and upwards marvellous marvellous to forget the three points on the table we, we, we actually forgot what three points looked like didn't we yeah we had done it it's fine margins isn't it last week at Norwich their player takes a goal well more pay misses one we could have got a draw at Norwich and people would have been saying it would have been a good point but 
We we did well today. We 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 saw out some some early pressure from Millwall. It was pretty agricultural. Got the ball down, played our stuff, and we started to look good again. I thought. Second half, I thought we sort of turned it up a little notch. I mean, a lot of people were sort of frustrating me. We hit the post or hit the crossbar in the first half. And Ben Rama had a great shot from I don't know about twenty yards hit the crossbar. Probably a bit unlucky there. Um, Millwall didn't have I don't know actually there. Uh, Bentley saved the ball in the first half, which probably kept us in the game. But overall, I thought Brentford had the upper hand in the first half. But the second half, we seemed to have taken it up a little gear immediately. I don't know if Thomas Frank had said something to the team. Yeah, we came out pretty well, I thought. Um, just just went at them a little bit more. Uh, first half, Ben Rama had gone at them, to be fair to him. But yeah, we just seemed to up it. Millwall, we, we pressured them. They didn't have time on the ball. They couldn't keep the ball on the pitch. We did. We attacked in numbers. At the end, what was interesting was when Watkins came on... It was almost like him and Morpay were playing like a front two. The interplay between those two players was very, very good. And Millwall couldn't handle it. So, a, a good game. One other w- words. It was nice to see Josh De, uh, De Silva coming on. He looks like he might have a bit to him. A couple of nice touches from him, I thought. He's a bit of a, as they say, a bit of a unit, as we say. Just like we were saying about a couple of the, 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 the Millwall players as well. Very big. But Josh De Silva, for a, for a midfielder, an attacking midfielder, he's very big, looked very strong. And he, he had that run in the second half where he sort of kind of just sort of zipped through the Millwall midfield and defence and, and he could have set something up, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he could have done. He looked a bit knackered after the run, to be fair. Uh, but I thought, he, um, yeah, he looks like he's going to be a, a, an asset to us. And, and as I say, his physicality helps. If you look, actually, we've got a fair few big boys in this team, but crucially, they can play football as well. Millwall had some big boys, not so good at the football. Absolutely, teething tremendous, as we say. Good to get three points on the table as well. And like I said to you, Millwall's come down here and uh, always a tough game against Millwall. But we, I think we did pretty well. I thought Millwall were a bit rubbish, to be honest. Um, I thought first half we were just trying to find a measure of them. Towards the end of this first half, we started to put some nice moves together and we were looking a bit better. Second half, no contest. It was all us. I thought we were superb. Uh, we, you know, we hit the bar twice through that game. We scored two goals. A couple of really nice moves in the second half that came to nothing. We, we were by far the better team. We deserve those three points. And it's great to be, great to be back. The bees are back. Yeah, bees are back. And Thomas Frank as well, he's got his first win under his belt. Obviously, that's going to be taking a bit of pressure off of him. I mean, they, you know, he's only been in the job for a couple of weeks, a few weeks. So it's not fair to say anything else. But, you know, how must he be feeling? He must be feeling great. And what I really like about Thomas Frank is that the two home games we've had so far with him in charge, He's clapped the Bees fans more often than Dean Smith did in three years. I think he's, he's one that we can really get behind. And, uh, you know, we're still playing the lovely football, and that's what we want. And just get a few more results, and he's, he's you know, uh, no problem. Thomas Frank is, is our manager. Fantastic. So a lot of people talk the second half. A lot of people are enthusing about the second half with the Bees. Are you enthusing? Yeah, I was good. I thought the attitude was spot on today. I thought... Um, you know, the spirit was there. I didn't think it was our best performance by a long way. You know, there's, there's still a few things to sort out, definitely. But in terms of what we needed today, which was roll up the sleeves and get stuck in against a very physical team, I thought we did it very well and deserved winners in the end. I mean, if you think about it, we didn't want to lose today. Brentford just did not want to lose today. So naturally, they're going to be nervous. They don't want to be making mistakes. And, and in the first half, they just want to make sure that we haven't got a goal down, which has been a bit of an Achilles heel for us. As soon as we go a goal down, we have to be clawing ourselves back. You know, you look at Preston, we went down ridiculously early. Norwich, we still went down in the first half. So um, I noticed a lot of the Dean Smith games, it's almost like we had to get to nil all at half-time and then we sort of kind of took it up a gear. 
and uh, maybe we're trying to get back on that level again is it yeah maybe I mean make no mistake we could have easily one or two goals down in that first half when they you know they opened up with those headers and they missed a few petty chances and a couple of fouls um, when, when they had another couple of chances in front of the goals so we, we were nervous absolutely and I think the second goal saved us from a very nervy final few minutes because I wouldn't really want to be hanging on um, in the current environment but, but we did well and no one wants to take any moral high ground but I, I couldn't watch that every week you know and if you're going to play long ball at least be quite good at it you know they weren't even very good at it I, I thought it was a low quality Millwall performance today um, and we did exactly what we needed to do and back on the right track you know, congratulations to Thomas Frank because he, he didn't really deserve to be losing four games in a row at the start of his career because he hasn't done that much wrong three points it's a good it's a it's a different feeling it's really weird it's like it's like we haven't felt this for a while and, yeah. and I was talking about this as well because again we haven't had three points like I said to you we haven't, we haven't won in is it nine games or eight games something like that nine or, yeah nine or eight games it's just such a it's such a great feeling to be in a pub after a comprehensive victory like we had today you know it's just a fantastic feeling and you think bloody hell we were getting this all the time before and when it comes it feels good we were good today we were good second half performance is fantastic we played them off the park really football wise you know it was really good to see and Ben Rama playing, playing from the start gave him a little bit of an exercise getting out there giving him what he can do it was really good no so pleased so pleased um, Millwall I mean a lot of people are talking about agricultural industrial and like that but they play their type of football and obviously I'm not being funny they're, no, but they're good at, but they're not being funny but they, they, they're up there they're in our division they survived last year in fact they yeah. almost got to the playoffs last year yeah. so we've also got to give them a little bit of respect for, the, you know, for what they yeah. do yeah. and they do it quite well and not everybody can play a particular type of football isn't it up to Brentford to be able to combat teams like this because not everyone plays the same style of football no that's right no I mean like you say you, know, you have to give them respect because they are you know they are where they are in the league and I mean, before today's game there's one point behind us you know so it's a close knit it's a close knit um, division we have to combat we have to be a bit dirtier a bit nastier we're too nice for too long we've been too nice as a football club you know and now it's about time you know we are, I think we're getting there I think we're getting there we've got the all plays you know Leeds don't like us we get a few more clubs don't like us. We're starting to you know, turn, it, turn it around now because we know how we can win games a bit uglier now, you know. Today was a bit ugly, you know. You know, first half, you know, like head-to-head, you know, you have to be allowed to battle it. And then the second half, our football started showing, you know. We won it in the end, pure football, you know, football-wise, you know. And look, I mean, where are we going to go from here? Because, you know, we've got, we've still got, you know, uh, we've got Kibi on it Saturday. And then somebody laughed that, you know, they lost 1-0 to Blackburn. But the, but the ironic thing is that, you know, we were laughing at them that they were nearly rock bottom of the league. And somebody says, oh, well, if we beat them next week, we'll actually go above them. Uh, I, I'm trying to think that we should be maybe thinking a little bit more long term than actually going yeah, above yeah, KBR yeah. next week. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the old thing, of course, is you always want to be above your enemy, don't you? And I mean, when they start going above you, you know, you want to be above these people because I don't think much of QPR. No one down Brentford thinks much of QPR, you know? And we should be above these, you know, these Muppets in the league, you know? But next week of tell, you know, I think football-wise, we're a bit, we're a better football inside than them. I don't know what Steve McLaren's doing to him at the moment. I don't know what he's doing because he's got them going. They lost today, of course, but I think, I think next day it'd be, it'd be a good, it'd be a good test because on the back of this today, where you know our confidence will be growing now, 
you know, Thomas Frank's first game, in, uh, first win in charge, sorry. You know, let's go for it, you know. We've got some, gr- we've got some great players now we'll be fine on the bench, you know. I think we could do this. Uh, next week will be a good test. We've got the Millwall in the house here, just chilling out. We've uh, taken a bit of time out in the pub. Yeah, we did a bit of circulation. We went to the Globe beforehand, and there's lots of characters in the Globe very happy. And then we thought we'd come down into the Black Dog, new Brentford pub called the Black Dog, and we've got the Millwall in the house here. They thought, tell you something, this is near enough to the away terrace for us to come down and have a couple of more pints for the game, and you're very happy, aren't you? Uh, well, no, happy about your drinking and the away we're, day. We're having a fantastic, you know, lovely, lovely, lovely away day, but uh, a, a difficult game for us, to be honest, Billy. Um, um, actually disappointing because I thought we did alright in the first half and I thought we actually played really well defensively but actually we just didn't show enough goal up front and actually I thought Brentford were there for the taking but we uh, we cocked it up because um, we allowed Brentford to get on the front foot and they beat us and they beat us well actually it was no injustice there was a good 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 performance by Brentford in the end I mean Brentford and Millwall has always been sort of quite a tight game. You know, there's never more than sort of one or two goals in it. Last season, you know, we beat you by 1-0. We missed the penalty. It's very, very tight. And that was a, a bit of a turning point for us last season as well. Um, for us, we're thinking, the fingers crossed, it's a turning point for us as well. But still, it was... At one stage in that first half, it was fairly evenly matched, do you think? Yeah, no, I thought... No, to be honest, last season, we robbed each other. We, You robbed us at... Uh, at, uh, at home because we mi- we missed the penalty and we were well on top and we robbed you at, uh, at Millwall because actually Brentford were fucking brilliant actually really well played really well this today I thought we were actually um, I-, I thought that uh, we-, 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 we we really caught it up I thought we-, we we could have actually dominated that game but we really um, uh, shot ourselves in the foot we're going to talk about the just quickly the game. It was a game of two contrasting styles. Um, Brentford, I mean, at one stage, I noticed, and I haven't checked the stats um, at the end of the game, but I noticed at one stage, and I know people say stat match, but we're 70% possession. So, obviously, for us, it's all about passing the ball, keeping the ball in possession, passing the ball around. Whereas for Millwall, it's very much about getting the ball, playing it directly down the wings or down the centre, and then just attacking those defenders. Yeah, no, uh, we, we, we play uh, an unashamedly direct style. And actually, I, w- I wouldn't call it a simple style. I think we actually, when we play well, we, 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 we play a very fluid and actually a very mobile style. And it's, it's great to watch. But today, no, I mean, we, we just look like we we're lumping it forward. And, um, and Brentford, similarly, if they do it well, they look bloody brilliant. When they don't do it so well, they look. They it looks a bit turgid because they just look like they're passing amongst themselves. Listen, I mean, you talk. We've got our point. We're playing QPR on Saturday, which is great for us because at least we can go in there not knowing we've lost four in a row. You go to Norwich on Saturday. Who? Uh, listen, fair play to them, but they were nowhere. What six weeks ago, and all of a sudden they're top of the league now. Is that? Do, do you think that Millwall could turn it around against them guys? No, not really. I think we're going to be hammered. But do you know what? We're going to have a really good away day. Me and all my mates are going to go up there. We're going to have really good fun. We'll probably lose. But you know what? I mean, I, I actually, overall, I think we're going to do all We're going to do well enough this season. We're not going to pull up any trees. I think we'll probably be lower mid-table. Come on the wall? Huh? Come on the wall? Of course. Come on, Millwall. Come on, hey. come on, come on you bees. 
Gummy and bees. I've got him to say it. You don't want that, do you? Yes, we've got the wall in the house. They're trying to give it the mill and the... Was it? How's it go? How's it go? Bees! No. <laughs> mill. It's some, some sort of... Some sort of, yeah, some sort of flowery sort of, sort of, sort of baker thing, sort of mill, malarkey. But listen, we've got the mill wall in the house here. Like I said to you, game's over, having a few years, beers together here. You know, win or lose, as they say, you know, we're on the booze if we lose. They're on the booze if they lose as well. And we're just, you know, we're just having a good laugh here today. Hope you're enjoying yourself in Brentford, forgetting about the game and all that kind of business. You having a good laugh? Um, well, I'm having a laugh. I'm not forgetting about the game, but yeah, I'm, yeah, no, it's all right. Yeah. So, so, listen, so tell us about the game because, like I said, it was it was slightly a game of two halves. The first half was a slightly even, and then it flipped up in the second half, didn't it? I think the game was honestly just the first goal. All about the first goal. You say the first it's goal. All about the first goal. Obviously, your lot got it, and that was it. I think if we got it, we'd have won. I mean, Millwall known as being a very tough side to go against very organised side to play against and uh, I'm going to be honest with you Brentford actually struggle against sides like that they know how to you know how to defend you had two massive defenders up there you know what I'm saying you know you had some big players in your side didn't you uh, well we got Jake Cooper who's probably too big to actually move <laughs> I, lo- I-, I love him in bits and did you notice we had our smallest player in the team and, and Neil Molpe was actually marking him no, didn't notice him at all. <laughs> he, perhaps, perhaps he was standing behind Jake Cooper, I don't know, but I didn't notice him at all. No, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think... Um, it's, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think it's fair to say that like, we were, like, we're massive or anything like that. We have got some big players. Well, Jake Cooper's big. I don't think the rest of our team are big. I suppose maybe compared to the Brentford players, we just thought that you were... You, you, look, you look big and you look strong anyway. Well, well, perhaps we do, but... Yeah, I... No, yeah, I... But anyway, listen, the first half, listen, first half, like I said to you, fairly even, we hit the post... Um, David Bentley, um, uh, Dan, Dan Bentley, David Bentley, Dan Bentley, Dan Bentley, Bentley. Sorry, wrong the language, everyone. But Bentley as well. He he tipped the ball. He tipped the ball over the crossbar as well, and it made it even. Stevens in the first half. I mean, Millwall. You know, at the end of the first half, did you still think that he was in the game? I thought we was in the game. I didn't think we played particularly well, to be honest. What's that? We, we uh, I don't know why it is, but we played better. We have played better <coughs> in recent weeks. And it's interesting as well because you got is it Morrison um, was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, Morrison comes on on, on seventy minutes and he, he he sort of changes the game for us because he's he's, is, he's the that, type of player. I'm not being funny, but he all, he always seems to cause us problems, though. Yeah, of course he does because he's a very very good player. And the tr- the problem for, for you know a team like Millwall's size, we we we've got to make the best of what what you know the most of what we got. Morrison's a real asset, and the trouble is. Morrison's now beyond the point where he can play 90 minutes so what we need to do is bring Morrison on at 70 minutes and it works really really well except the fact that um, sometimes we just look a bit sort of um, stuck in the, the starting blocks 
And I thought that was the case we, today. We, but, 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 the, but the question I'm going to ask you is, it, wouldn't it be better, because Morrison on seriously causing us problems, wouldn't it be better to bring him on at the beginning and then take him off after 60 minutes? No, I don't think... Well, I don't know. I mean... <coughs> I mean... We we would certainly like Mo- like a Morrison who's playing for ninety minutes. We haven't got one that can play for ninety minutes. So we like Tom Elliott, right? Tom Elliott, right? Is a is a decent player. He's a good good striker. So occasionally he does really well, but he has just not quite got the quality, and it's really painful for Millwall fans. No, he hasn't got the bollocks, and he hasn't got the quality that that Millwall fans are looking for. And so poor old uh, Elliot sort of generally comes on at the beginning, but he should be substituted, yeah, you know, on 56 or 60 minutes, really. So, so it's interesting. I mean, you asked us earlier, you said, are Millwall, uh, are they going to be safe this season? You're asking me as if I'm some sort of, sort of, sort of, sort of crystal ball person, you know what I'm saying? And I said to you, I personally think that Millwall are going to be fine because, you know, you're organised, the players that you've got, you, you know, you're the manager that you've got. And the teams that are in this division, you know, your Reading's, your Ipswiches, you know, your whole cities, you know, even maybe even your Prestons, you know what I'm saying? Um, maybe Preston not so much so, but, you know, your Ipswiches, I think they're all over the place. And compared to Millwall, like I said to you, you know, you're a tough team. You're giving up, you know, you're giving us a hard game. But for you to be better than all right, what do you think that you need in your side? Because that, you had a great season last season, you know. But the second season in this division is a tough one. What do you think that you need? I think we need to keep the ball on the floor and play a bit more football. I think we have actually got the players to do that. But I don't think they do it. Which is interesting because I, I mean, I said this in the in the, in the uh, to, to, in, to to one of our characters, and I said actually, I, I said Mill, actually, you're right. They're playing the ball. They can play the ball around when you see it. When you actually get hold of the ball, you hold it. You play it around at the back. So you so said you can actually play football. You're not one of these teams that get the ball and you immediately launch it. Even though at times you were taking the ball, played it around a couple of times, then you got it up very quickly. But you could see that you could actually play football. Now it's interesting because I spoke to Nick from Acton Millwall and I asked him, you know, about the styles of football, and he was saying that he didn't believe that Millwall were a team uh, that the fans would be patient enough for you to to learn playing this passing game. Do you think that's true, or do you think that maybe you've got to just kind of hang in with there for a bit? Because I remember of us when we started playing the passing game, Uwe Rosler came in, he started to pass the ball around, and we were going launch it immediately because we couldn't stand, we couldn't handle the fact that we started to pass the ball around and it took about two or three seasons for the Brentford fans to actually get used to us passing the ball well Nick Hart's a, a very good friend of all of us here <laughs> Nick Hart look for God's sakes Millwall actually needs to the truth is um, we need to capture that magic blend between pushing the ball forward very quickly, but good quality passing football around it. And actually, you know, it's pretty easy to resort to cliches, but actually that's what we need to do. And actually, Mill at their best, get it put forward fast, but actually play the football around. And that's what we were brilliant at last year. That's why we, we were so upset about the Savile leaving, because actual Savile was a really good player at passing the ball around. We are we are at our best when we are passing the ball around. 
Millwall are not a long ball team. We go direct, we go strong, but we fucking go for it. We're back in the B zone here, yes, you know, we've done a little rotation, the glow, the black dog and the back to the globe again. We've got still full of characters here, there's all sorts of football on the TV, but people are very happy watching football when they've actually won the match as well. And listen, Joanne, listen, the game today, B's, good result today, wasn't it? Absolutely fantastic result. We played them well. They wanted to play us off the pitch by hoofing it, but hoofing it, long ball, doesn't get them anywhere. Well done, Brentford. Two outstanding goals today. Two outstanding goals from the Bees today. I mean, listen, I'm just saying, before the match, obviously, it's three matches lost. Brentford have been quality this season, but all of a sudden the nervousness has set in and we've looked a little bit shaky. Were you nervous before the match? Very nervous before the match because Millwall, I thought, like, yes, they've got some good results, playing quite well at the moment. But do you know what? Brentford showed their passion, their skill. Sometimes the passing wasn't 100% accurate, but in the end, they pressed forward, got there and done it. And listen, Thomas Frank, you know, he must be feeling the pressure as well because, like, he's coming. You know, now we're a side who are apparently a top 10 um, championship side. He's come in, he's lost his first three matches. Um, apparently there's no Brentford manager ever lost their first four matches in a row. So he must have felt the pressure. So how much do you feel for the Frank? I feel that Frank, you give him the chance, you let him go there. You know, Dean Smith, he's gone to Aston Villa, gone to Pastures New, lost 2-1-2. But Thomas Frank, you've got to give him his credit. He's now got the coach that he wants and the two of them can move Brentford forward. We've got the Dubai Bee. The Dubai Bee is in the house here. I saw the Dubai Bee flew over from Dubai a couple of weeks ago at the Arsenal game and before that, me and the Dubai B were hanging out in Russia. We did all sorts of malarkey. Russia was very good, wasn't it? Oh, it was immense. It was really good. What a place. Um, obviously, chatting to you, watching you all over the telly. Uh, I had to get out there and um, great place, great people. They put on one fantastic tournament. Obviously, England doing so well was a bonus, and it, it, it was just fantastic all way around. Everything about it, one night And Brentford fans everywhere, as I said, Brentford fans were coming over from the UK, from America, from Dubai, from all over the place, and we all congregated in Samara and all sorts of places in Russia. But let's come back to this game because we are now at Brentford Griffin Park, which is your first game back for 13 years. I can't believe this. Before that, to be fair, you did actually come to a match. If I remember rightly, about six or about six or six years ago or so, was that right? Uh, yeah, I came for the Stevenage game. Um, or what, Who was the manager? It was a pound in or whatever. I didn't come because it was cheap. I just uh, here and had the opportunity to come. Who was the manager? Uve. Um, and we um, were in the Globe here and looking forward to going to the game. And it was raining. And then all of a sudden, about an hour and a half, the word started going round in the pub that the game was off. And um, I was quite upset. I was going to start sweeping the pitch myself, to be honest. <laughs> Flying all the way over from Dubai for a game that's got called off you and very happy. So as a result, you've actually, it's your first home game for 13 years. You, you have been to playoff games, away games, Fulham, Kibiana. 
um, whenever I've uh, had the opportunity to get across, um, obviously I look at the games and uh, so yeah, luckily enough, Fulham away 4-1, QPR 2-0, I told Romain Sawyers that he will always live in my memory for that second goal at Loftus Road that day, um, but yeah, um, look, you know, I, I'm all over I follow out in the Middle East uh, the championship there's more and more games being shown we get some of the three o'clock games on a Saturday afternoon live on telly out there so it's um, you know in this day and age you can follow your team uh, a lot better remotely so the question I'm going to ask you though is Brentford 2-0 at home to uh, Millwall going to go down in in history like these other games that you've been watching Uh, no but it was a much needed result and it was a much needed little things like a clean sheet little things like Ollie Watkins scoring Cano scoring um, you could see once Cano's got the first goal the lift in the players um, the um, there was some there were some scruffy little moments but I think basically we were in control the whole of the game um, now we need to go away get that first away win of the season we all know where next week um, QPR that is oh yeah and um, I, you know that, the, the, this, this championship can change within two or three weeks Norwich are top of the league at the moment now which has still floored me I'll be honest with you well I, we, without digging anyone out we, we saw more pays missed last week and stuff like that and Watching the game, um, they were no better than us. There's no one, uh, you know, uh, um, over the years, over the last three or four years, watching the Brentford, the way we play, friends, we've become more focused in the Middle East because we're on the telly more. And I speak to friends and they're like that. Oh, the football that we play, the Leeds game, out with some friends and they're like that. Well, you're, you're sort of like the Arsenal of the Championship where the football's great we need to start nailing it down and stuff like that and look look, the squad in my lifetime is the best football it's the best squad we've ever seen the club's going forward you know I took a walk down to Lionel Road just for have a look myself this morning and um, it's all positive and um, it will come through Thomas Frank on the pitch we'll be right we'll be right so listen I mean I've been to obviously I've been to you Dubai I've stayed with you in Dubai I've had some proper jokes as well I've, I've seen all these little bars that bought around the place we even turned up at the QPR supporters club that time to, uh, to, to, make, to make our faces well and truly known to the QPR fans who were down there which I thought was quite interesting and a little bit of a laugh at the time because we were we were poking them poking at the time because they weren't doing particularly well were they no, no, and they're not there anymore. <laughs> they've disbanded now. They've been uh, they've been evicted, shall we say? Uh, and you know, but um, so, so I mean, the question I want to ask you is that you know, I know there's quite a few Brentford fans in Dubai. It's probably about I don't know, about ten or twelve with Brentford fans in Dubai. Have you, have you ever met up for a game or anything like that? You're on the WhatsApp group. You know, um, Dubai being the place it is. It's a base where people work from, travel from, you know, and stuff like that. Um, so the answer's, the answer's no? No. You know, you're on the WhatsApp group. We tried, we tried to get things going. Um, I literally... So you've got 12, you've got 12 fans in, in, in Dubai and none of you have ever met up to watch a game? No. QBR game next week, I've said, come to my local bar. 
I will take the Apple TV, I'll get the iFollow up on the screen there and stuff like that. And, and for one reason or another, it, it, it's just going to be me. But I have to go there and watch it because I've never seen us lose there. <laughs> so listen, listen. So the Dubai B, listen, the fact that you're going to go to your local bar and you've never seen us lose there, I'm feeling a little bit more confident than I, that, that, that I was a little bit. Seven o'clock Saturday evening, my time. I will be sat there. Well, I'll be there at half past six. My uh, friendly bar manager gives me a TV in the corner on my own, plug in the Apple TV, get the eye follow up, and, uh, and we'll go. What's your uncle? Aston Villa game. My wife's looking at me going, why are you going out at half past ten of the night time on a, on a, on a Wednesday night? We've all got work now. Never seen them lose over there. Okay, we didn't win. We very, uh, but, but, you know, it, it, it's... Um, it, it, it's my uh, what's, what's the word I look for it's just my ritual now. it's a ritual and, we, and we're feeling much more confident about the QPR game now so uh, listen if we if we win the QPR next week or if we don't lose you know the Dubai B it's all down to the Dubai B's staying in the Novotel me and Thomas I said just give me five minutes and there you go so you spoke to Thomas Frank earlier in the Novotel as well he stayed over it's called the Dubai B's got it all sorted so lady Listen, you're feeling probably a little bit happier than you have done the last few weeks, aren't you? No, I, I, I don't. I don't feel particularly a huge amount better. I just, I'm just, I'm just relieved that we've got what we deserved, and and we can actually win again. Uh, a clean sheet against Millwall with that absolute tank that they had um, at number five. I, 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 you know, it was a mismatch. He, he was like, you know, he was like a robot. Um, you know, putting Ojibaja up against him was like a real mismatch. So no, I'm, I'm just I'm relieved. Uh, um, we're moving in the right direction again. I thought the atmosphere and the performance in the second half was really good. As Andy said, clean sheet. Daniel Bentley needed something to go his way. Not being funny though, Mill had some chances. You know, so you know, we we got away with the one or two things today, but then so did they. You know, we, we hit the post, go well. Morpay hit the bar, and then um, Ben Rama with that shot. So, you know, but I think today we got we got 100% what we deserved, and we will go to QPR next week and we will win. Um, you know, QPR showed today what they're about. They stop losing every week, but then they're, they're no great shakes, and, and, and we are still a very good team. So we'll go there. And we'll put on a performance because we have done pretty much every week this year. And um, we'll, we'll go to Loftus Road and we're going to win. So I look forward to speaking to you this time next week. Indeed. So listen, beside Pride of West, beside the Bristol, beside the Bristol, Pride of West London podcast, which is all good. QBR tickets have actually gone sale for the lower tier. If you know about the jokes about this, like... There's the upper tier that only went on sale and there's some sort of strike that went on and no Brentford players, uh, fans bought it and there's about three tickets that had sold but now they've gone on the lower tier and we've got a few more tickets sold so hopefully we'll have a good crowd there on Saturday for the QPR game. Like I said to you, beside Pride or West London podcast, thank you very much for listening. Yes, once again, thank God we have actually got a win against Millwall today. Fantastic game, fantastic result. We speak to Brentford fans today, we've met to Millwall fans today. And uh, there's nothing else that I can say other than just subscribe to all our bits. Besotted online, besotted on YouTube, besotted on Facebook, besotted all over the place. But as we say, look, we've got the Dubai, we've got the London, we've got the Ashford, we've got the characters, we've got the Billy Jeff from, from Maidstone or Margate. All over, as we say, as we say, come on, you bees!
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.